Hello there, beautiful beings. Welcome back to the Starseed Network podcast. I'm your host and personal spirit guide, Saula Ilona Vaida, as we explore this journey of our spiritual human experience, our ascension process on earth, and talking to incredible light workers, starseeds, and creators all around the world. Thank you so much for joining me today. Blessings to all of you listening to this in all realms across all time, space, dimensions. Whether you're listening to this now or in the future, five years from now, I'm sending you all so much love and a big cosmic hug. <laughs> okay, yay. So today um, I'm going to be talking all about the concept of the gatekeeper spirit guide. Um, so this is definitely not mainstream spirituality, just yet. Um, The concept is originally talked about by the Soulful Heart community, um, but in my own years of connecting with my own gatekeeper, it's just been such a deep and rich journey. Um, This is also where we connect with our Akashic records, our personal Akashic records, and the collective Akashic records in a very embodied, conscious familiar way where you know it's we don't have to rely on some hypnosis or a past life regression or something to bring us to this state we are actually able to cultivate a real relationship with the being that we all have we all have this element to our soul but when we connect with our conscious relationship to them we are able to cultivate this really deep sacred exchange between the human and the spiritual where you can start to cultivate a conscious access to these other lifetimes, to these alternate timelines, connect physically, you know, emotionally through meditation with all aspects of your oversoul, your metasoul, and also bridge this aspect of you, this higher dimensional being into your human experience, into your human heart, because essentially what this is all about is embodying your spirituality and your humanity all in one in this lifetime experience. Pardon me guys, I'm going through some sort of throat chakra upgrade right now. The past few days my throat has been really sore. I've just been really, really going through some deep, deep DNA, cellular, light body activation upgrades and aha, it's fun. I love it. Um, But it's, yeah, so... Alrighty, so today I'm just going to be channeling through and talking a little bit about this aspect, this particular spirit guide, um, how to connect with them, how to work with them, where they reside, um, particularly after you know connecting with my own through all this time and also bridging other people into this process through this process of holding space of exploring deeper and guiding people into connecting with their gatekeeper as well so yeah i also want to mention you know i do offer one-to-one deep quantum healing sessions and guidance sessions where we work with some of these parts and aspects i am also offering reiki healing energy healing sessions, um, channeled readings, and I also am working on creating a Reiki level one and two course for those of you who are interested in this deep and profound healing practice of Reiki and learning how to channel energy through your hands. There's limitless possibilities where this can go and just opening up that activation allows you to create such a beautiful stream of self-healing. And for me, Reiki has been an amazing catalytic force in my life. And I'm going to make a whole episode about that, but 
I've been really feeling called to share the gift of Reiki with other people and initiate other people into this path. So I'm going to be creating an online course that's going to be available soon. And if you'd like to be put on the waiting list or notified about that when it does come out, feel free to message me on Instagram at Saula the Starseed or check out my website, saulailonavaida.com and subscribe to the blog on there. But yeah. So as we all know, and as we've been talking about, um, our soul is extremely multidimensional. So I, I also really like how, you know, the first season of this podcast was more about like 3D things. Um, and now it feels like season two, we're moving more into 4D concepts, which is huge. There's so much to cover here. So the gatekeeper is an aspect of your soul that lives in the fourth dimension realms and above. So they're not physically embodied into a human body or experience. They may not even have that much relationality with humanity or the human concept, but essentially they've been a part of your soul. They've been keeping your soul, gatekeeping your soul since your soul's inception, since the beginning of time. So this aspect of you has access to every single alternate timeline of yours, every single past life, which are not really past lives because everything's happening in the infinite now, um, but every single other expression of your soul's being, whether whatever time, space, reality it chooses to incarnate into. And as some of you might know, we as souls, we choose all these various expressions in all different time periods on earth, um, experiences, phases, lessons to just really integrate and become into wholeness. That's our ultimate goal is to come into wholeness and return to source. Something that I learned from the Soulful Heart community is about differentiating these different parts of ourselves and actually giving them a name allows us to create a conscious relationship with them where we're no longer fused to this. So a lot of the times when we're working with different parts and aspects of ourselves, you know, especially like an inner child, an inner teenager, a gatekeeper aspect, it's very easy for us to get fused to that energy and lose this sense of ourself. So this is a, is a bit of a complex topic because we are so multidimensional and fragmented. You know, we have all these different parts and aspects of ourselves. So it's kind of difficult to find where is the me in all of this? Where is this centered me being? <laughs> where is my divine self in all of this? And that's kind of the process that this is, is learning how to embody your higher self to hold space for all of these human and extra terrestrial, extra dimensional aspects of ourselves in love and compassion always. And what I've found in my own personal relationship with my gatekeeper is that my human heart, my human connection has done so much for him, has healed him so much, just like how his access and his knowledge and what he downloads to me has helped me heal in such a profound way. So I think I'm going to actually dive into just giving you guys a little overview and then telling you about my personal experience with my gatekeeper um, because, 
yeah, well, this is all free flowing. We're, we're all in this together. Um, so like I said, the gatekeeper energy is an infinite multidimensional energy that is aware of your soul from the beginning of it, of time has seen all of your lifetimes witnesses, all of your soul's you know, lessons, all your karmic experiences, is aware of all of these things and holds the keys. So oftentimes they live in a disembodied void space or they have a specific space where they like to reside. We also like to bridge them into a more comfortable, loving space for them to be so they no longer have to exist in a disembodied void space. So this gatekeeper energy, it can be huge. It can be ancient. It can, <laughs> it is ancient. It is huge. Um, and when oftentimes when you first connect to them, it can feel like this huge, like, whoa, like, what is this being? And they connect, they care. Sometimes they are quite eager to connect and they're quite ready to be heard and acknowledged because they're carrying so much themselves that they're ready to pass along to you. And they're ready to, when they're ready to initiate you on your soul's path, they are the ones to turn to. They are the ones in control of your veil. They're the ones that you know, determine how quickly you awaken, how much access you have, how much access you have to other lifetimes, um, kind of, you know, they're the ones giving you these breadcrumbs. They're often the ones creating the divine signs, the synchronistic numbers, um, creating these synchronistic experiences to draw you into the places where they need you to go for your soul's greatest healing and growth. But also what's to be remembered in that is that this is an energy that is different from your higher self. So your higher self is, you know, just purely connected to source consciousness, pure love, pure beingness. Um, while the gatekeeper is a spirit guide, it is an aspect of your spirit guide, your spirit team, but they also exist in a more, in a little bit more of a polarized consciousness sometimes. Sometimes they exist more in the lower fourth dimensions or mid fourth dimensions or high fourth dimensions. And we also access another level of our gatekeeper sometimes when we start connecting and tapping into our fifth dimensional consciousness and above. Imagine being trapped in a void space in, in another dimension where you can't make contact with the being that you love the most, but you have to watch them stumble and fall and go through difficult lessons over and over and over again. That's kind of how they feel sometimes. It can be very disempowering for them to witness, you know, you, your human foibles, your human experience. And, you know, sometimes this creates frustration in them or anxiety or sadness or existential dread. A lot of the times when people talk about, you know, really dark thoughts or, you know, ending their life in a way, it's partially coming from this gatekeeper energy that has been holding so much wounding, so much persecution wounding, so much, you know, collective traumas, individual traumas that, it's almost just, it's all coming on to you as a human and it's really difficult for you to hold. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but does any of this? Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to dive into just sharing you guys the story of my gatekeeper and my gatekeepers and how I've connected with them and what they've done with me, how we've worked with each other. Okay. So back in 2020, um, I, uh, really, really started my 
huge spiritual awakening journey. Like I've always been, I feel like I was really born in with a lot of consciousness already, like born into the fourth dimension. I was very aware of a lot of things growing up and I was having this kind of spiritual journey always. I mean, at certain points it was definitely turned off. It was capped. When I turned 19, I made the conscious decision to start healing my traumas And that's really when things started to really deeply change. Like I started to meditate every day when I was 18 and that made huge differences in my life. And then when I was 19, I started my trauma healing journey. And after that, it was like so much opened up. I started accessing, I connected with my spirit guides consciously with divine mother with, I lost my fear of death. Like I remembered what my, who my soul was. I remembered myself and and where I came from. And I, you know, I started working with the tarot, with Reiki, and all of this access was just like opening up and accelerating. And then, you know, right as we were moving into 2020, I had been reading the autobiography of a yogi by Paramahansa Yogananda. I was listening to Cryon channelings, and I was just feeling this huge awakening starting to blossom within me. I was like listening to spiritual teachings every day really committing myself to meditation, kind of my body was no longer able to process alcohol. So I couldn't go out and do all the things that a typical 20 year old would do. So I was basically just like alone in my room, like meditating all the time. (laughs) And then, um, the whole, you know, Panera situation happened and, (laughs) you know, I had to leave my university in Spain. I came back to Maine. I was, Um, quarantining by myself in my family's Airbnb in this beautiful apartment. I'm so grateful for that experience. And I started discovering this group called the Silver Heart. Um, And they were talking about these different parts and aspects. And as I was listening to these videos, I started connecting with them. And there was one in particularly, they were talking about the gatekeeper as well. And that's where I initially learned about this concept. So I learned about with them, you know, how to connect to my reptilian aspect, how to connect to my inner child aspect, my inner teenager. And I was finding how quickly and easily all of this was just opening out for me. Like it was, it was so natural and I don't remember exactly when I first connected with my gatekeeper, but I do remember all of these activations starting to happen. I had a Kundalini awakening. Um, I was listening to a light body activation frequency and I felt myself being transported to in this really deep healing, like passing through this fourth dimensional healing space and then moving into this like castle in the clouds plays. That's why, you know, these, that Ghibli movie, the castle in the, uh, castle in the sky really, really, really resonates on some level. Like I saw myself in this heavenly kingdom coming into this fifth dimensional heavenly kingdom and seeing this fifth dimensional gatekeeper, um, this really high aspect of myself, you know, she was all white. She had this like cloak and, and gown and just shimmering white energy. And she told me her name is Cerise. And this is my fifth dimensional gatekeeper who really is, you know, quite disembodied from the earth plane. She exists primarily in the fifth dimension, which is not necessarily that connected to the emotional body, but she has access to all this universal wisdom, all these universal codes. And 
is able to shift my timelines for me in order for me to really access this fifth dimensional place. So <clears throat> initially I thought, oh my God, I'm in the fifth dimension. Yay. Um, I'm awakened, but that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Like we, obviously we exist in the fifth dimension and we have these beautiful fifth dimensional experiences, but what came right after was all this really deep meat meaty work in the fourth dimension, which is so important to actually being able to embody our humanity and our human experience in this lifetime and integrate it with our spiritual experience. Because the fourth dimension is where the emotional body lives, where our other lifetimes, our trauma, you know, our, our karmic lessons, our soul ties, our karmic relationships, our other lifetime traumas really need to be felt and really need to be processed so that we can integrate them and not only understand these deep, deep lessons for ourselves and for humanity, but also be naturally moving into that fifth dimensional consciousness without, you know, bypassing or forcing anything because if you try to hop over it, like, yeah, you're going to have beautiful, blissful experiences, but it's, it's not super long lasting. Um, so it's, I feel like it's, it's a lot better and a lot healthier and a lot more embodied to gradually work our way through our emotional traumas and pains in order to continually keep downloading and accessing more fifth dimensional and above consciousness. So when I first connected with my fourth dimensional gatekeeper, Edward, he was very like, he didn't want a name. Like he did not connect with a name. He didn't connect with being human. He didn't connect with being embodied in any sort of human way. And what I felt when I connected with this energy initially was just this deep melancholy, this deep like existential kind of sadness. But it was like right off the bat, as we started working together, he was dropping me into other timelines. Like it started with bleed throughs, especially the first timeline that I consciously was able to access and heal um, was being actually like really triggered by the whole Black Lives Matter movement in the United States that was happening around that time. And I connected to this metasoul aspect of myself that was like a little girl who was in slavery. And I know that's probably like really hard to understand or hear, you know, because I'm in this body, I'm a white woman. Um, but I was really, really feeling this aspect of myself, this alternate lifetime, it was on a visceral level. Like it was bleeding through into my normal life. Like I would feel the experiences that she was having. I would feel her pain, um, just kind of coming through to me in moments. And as I started to consciously connect with her and with Edward, my gatekeeper, I was able to kind of bring her into the light, bring her into a more healing, loving space. And I did this through the help of meditations that I found um, on the Soulful Heart community channel, um, things like that. And after this experience, you know, more things started to open up and open out and it became quite intense. Like Edward was just kind of like dropping all of these lifetimes on me to heal over and over again. It was like a marathon of healing. So I, all of them were like very, um, violent, traumatic, difficult lifetimes that, we're just coming up into my awareness and sometimes to the point of me having 
physical sensations and physical bleed throughs in my daily life. Like I would feel like I was, I would be, I remember sitting there in the car next to my boyfriend at the time and out of nowhere, I felt like I was literally being hanged or something. Like I just like, oh, I had this feeling and I was like, oh my God, what's happening? And then a few minutes later it, it passed and I was okay. Um, but I was just like, all this multidimensionality started opening out. It was like this key, this lock and key started to be opening, started to be opened. And I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I couldn't share it with anyone because no one in my life understood any of that or would even consider it real. So it was, it was quite difficult for some time and quite invalidating as well of my experience. But I knew that what I was experiencing was real. And these places that I was going in my meditations were very real. And I was grateful to have that anchor of this community that was kind of like very openly talking about it and sharing about it. That made me feel like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. And yeah, I'm going to get into all the different nuances of spiritual community as well in another episode, but even just having that support was really validating to so many parts of me. And now I think I remember the first meditation where I consciously connected with, with my gatekeeper, Edward, and it was like seeing this tunnel of all these different avenues. Like he was existing in a very dark void space when I first met him. And I saw this tunnel of all these different avenues, all these different like doors and and wormholes and, and pathways. And it's like he would take me, like open a certain door. He had all these like keys on a ring and would open a certain door and take me with him through it. And then it would be like, I was, it was interesting, like the perspective that I would have in these lifetimes, like it feels like I would be watching a movie, but I was also living that movie. So it was almost like sometimes it would be sped up, like they would kind of fast forward to the important parts, the lessons that I had to learn in that situation. And I would just be, you know, kind of like witnessing this, this lifetime and this experience and almost something would be narrating to me or telling me the story rapidly, um, just to get to what really needed to be healed. And then taking that part out of that timeline and bringing them into a healing space with the help of divine mother, divine father, my divine ascended master guides to help them heal and integrate and come back into my safe space, my, my mind palace, as I call it, my inner, my inner safe space, which is what we work to cultivate where we can bring all these parts and aspects where they get to heal and be free And I was like so deep in this process. I was doing this every single day. I was healing like it was a full-time job. And Edward was just, you know, dumping all this trauma on me. And it was fine at the time. Like I was in quarantine. I wasn't busy. So like I was able to spend like hours a day meditating and working with this. And um, it was just really emotionally taxing. And I think that's kind of where we need to learn how to create boundaries as well with these aspects of us, because I felt like this almost like a maniacal, um, energy of like, keep healing, keep healing, keep healing, keep collapsing timelines, keep doing this work over and over again. And it was quite draining and kind of like resulted in this 
like existential crisis in a lot of ways, which, you know, in a lot of ways that is a spiritual path, that is a spiritual journey. We have to go through these dark nights of the soul and these really intense healing phases. And, you know, that's what allows us to awaken at such a rapid rate. And I'm really grateful for all the experiences that I have had because, it's helped me be in the position where I am today, where I'm able to really work with these energies and guide others in these energies. And it's not, it's not scary. It's not unfamiliar. It's something that I understand and that I'm like comfortable with in a way. But yeah, that summer of 2020, I was like collapsing like three timelines a day. A lot of them were like poverty timelines, um, you know, war-based timelines, fear, famine, persecution, being like labeled a witch in other lifetimes and like burned at the stake. And like, I, I don't even need to go into all the intricacies of all these different lifetimes because there's, there's a lot. If you've ever read the book, uh, Many Lives, Many Masters by Brian Weiss, you know like how many different lifetimes there can be. And even just like really traumatic ones, not even getting up into the more, you know, higher dimensional timelines as well, which we all have. But even just like, it's like wading through muck sometimes, like wading through mud. It's like, we got to get through it. We got to get through these lower 4D timelines. We got to work, like learn how to work with them so that we can move into the higher ones. Um, but also in that book, the gatekeeper is directly referenced. Um, the spirit guides that were appearing, you know, in between the lifetimes and giving these messages and lessons, that was a gatekeeper energy. Although it wasn't labeled as that in the book, this is a concept that is quite universal and a lot of people are aware of it, but they aren't quite able to put a name to it. Um, and also a lot of people channel their gatekeepers. A lot of people are fused to their gatekeeper energies. So a lot of, you know, spiritual teachers or, you know, readers, channelers, oracles of different types, um, a lot of them are channeling their gatekeeper energy. And it's kind of like you can tell by the way it feels almost like slightly disembodied and not quite heart-centered. So the thing with the gatekeeper is that they don't have a human body, they don't have a human heart, so they can't like fully really relate to our human experience in an embodied way that we can as you know, humans embodying our higher self, embodying divine mother, divine father frequencies, divine masculine, divine feminine, and kind of bridging those two worlds. So the thing with Edward as well was that, you know, he, as he was trauma dumping on me, passing all this trauma onto me for me to heal and me, me to deal with and yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, at the same time though, like he was, he needed his own healing and the real shift started to happen when I started to engage with him as a conscious part of myself. And I started to offer him the compassion and the love that my human heart has. And when I started to, you know, offer him to create his own safe space in my palace and offer him to start to rest and, you know, even taking breaks and negotiating with him and being like, hey, like, it's been pretty intense out here. Can we take some time off? Like, can I just be a human sometimes? Like, that's what it felt like. Sometimes, like, really, like, I was like, oh, my God, I'm... How am I supposed to be a human as I'm downloading all this crazy cosmic information and, and dealing with all these timelines and like I'm I'm missing out on my human experience in some ways. And truly the ultimate goal of our embodiment here on earth is to be in our bodies, to be grounded, um, to bridge all of these worlds. But 
like really we're meant to be here. This is why we came here is to be here. And I always like remind people of that when they're like, oh, I want to have like, I want to have that type of access. I want to have, I want to channel. I want to do all this stuff. I'm like, first of all, let's, let's just like work on being present because that's what we really, really need to be doing. And I still struggle with that. Not going to lie. I'm still working on being present all the time and just being present in my reality because being incredibly multidimensional, like we all are. And especially when you open that up, it's like you have things coming at you from all sides at all times. Um, you pick up on the thoughts of other people, you pick up on collective energies. It can be so overwhelming. That's why, you know, it's important to have energetic boundaries. Like I've talked about in other episodes and also just negotiating the rate and pace of your awakening. So that's been something that I've constantly had to bridge with my gatekeeper because he really wants me to awaken very, very quickly. And Um, before the motive for that was so that he wouldn't have to keep holding on to all the trauma that he was aware of in my soul. (laughs) So he essentially wanted me to hold it so that he didn't have to keep holding it anymore because he'd been holding it for eons, essentially. So even just me bridging him into divine mother, divine love frequencies, I've seen him transform more and more and I've seen him connect more and more with the concept of humanity and work with me as like, it's like a mutual respect type of thing. It's like a mutual relationship and this kind of really deep love and compassion has grown between us where it's like, he's like a companion to me. He's no longer an energy that is like so above me and so like, oh my God, like, wow, a spirit guide, like, wow. No, it's like we we help each other in a lot of ways and, and we take care of each other. And he helps me with my awakening process and with a lot of things that I channel sometimes um, and working with others and bridging to other people. So it's like they have this incredible access ready to give to you and this incredible understanding of your soul's history, your soul's patterns, all these different things. But also it doesn't mean that they're always right. (laughs) So all of these energies that are fourth dimensional, all of these archetypal energies as well, which we're going to get into, you know, just because they are a high, higher dimensional energy doesn't mean they're always the final say or the be all and end all of anything. It's all, it's all nuanced. Like it's all very subjective and it's all about, you know, bridging into our heart space at the end of the day and, and feeling like what feels like love, most loving and most safe for us as, as humans and spiritual human beings. But it's really funny and sweet, the relationship that I've cultivated with this aspect of myself. Because I remember I would get these, I still get these, like, ridiculous migraines, like, absolutely pounding headaches. And eventually I realized that this was connected to my gatekeeper wanting my attention on something. So I now I realize whenever I feel that familiar, like, pressure in my head... It's my gatekeeper trying to make contact with me, trying to get my attention, and then the headache goes away after that. And sometimes it's really like just random things. Like they're like, yeah, I want some love. Like I'm feeling lonely. Like I want some love up here. And I'm like, okay, I'll come visit you. Or like, I miss you. Like I want to connect with you. Or like there is something you need to really understand about the situation you're going through in your life. This person is someone that you've known before in other lifetimes. And this is the dynamic you've had in other lifetimes. So let me show you this so we can work with it. And also these days I do a lot of work in the Akashic Records um, for my own healing. I'm working on bridging that to others as well and offering Akashic Records healings. But oftentimes 
the the best connection that we have to our Akashic records is through our own gatekeeper and through having a conscious relationship with them. So nowadays, I can go into my Akashic records, I can work with my gatekeeper there, and just helps me really unravel these timelines, um, these emanating limiting beliefs, things like that, in a really just gentle and loving way, working with you know, this energy healing as well, because a lot of our DNA upgrades, our activations are held by our gatekeeper and the rate and pace of them are, is controlled by our gatekeeper as well. So being aware of, you know, in my case, at, at least when things are, were going at a rate that was too accelerated or were pushed on me too fast, and then I would lose my center, I would lose my sense of groundedness, and then I would turn to things like emotional eating, like overeating, um, distracting myself, you know, going on, on social media for too long, um, numbing elements, especially because it was almost just like, wow, this is way too much. Like I need to reconnect to my humanity. I need to ground myself somehow and not knowing how I would turn to food. So it's also important to, to really realize and negotiate in a loving way, in a conscious way, so that we don't get overwhelmed by everything that can come through as we connect to this aspect of ourselves. And like I mentioned before, with you know people who channel their, their gatekeepers and their spirit guides, sometimes in the case of spiritual attacks or interferences, which I talked about in another episode... Sometimes even the messages that we receive from our guides, quote unquote, can become corrupted. So if there, sometimes in the case, there can be certain entity interferences or energetic interferences that distort messages or even give us false messages or false perceptions. And even our own spirit guides still have fallibility. That's important to understand. It's like everything that exists in this fourth dimensional consciousness is, you know, still has a certain level of polarity or duality and it isn't all complete pure love and light like where we go like fifth dimension and above so i'm also just gonna hop in here and mention so okay i am editing this episode about a few months later than i actually recorded it so since i have recorded this episode i have received new information and new downloads on this subject so basically the point I'm making here is that if you want to receive clear, pure, unfiltered, loving guidance, tap straight into your higher self. Any being that is channeling through you, that is giving you predictive information, collective information, telling you what to do, this is a being that can be existing within the realms of false light, within the polarized fourth dimensional consciousness, and we have to be super aware of all the energy that we're receiving. So coming from someone who is quite an open channel, I have received many messages from many different beings, some of them calling themselves the Galactic Federation of Light, some of them, you know, just coming in, I don't know who they are, and they ask me to channel things 
things because, you know, my crown chakra is just so open that I can kind of receive all sorts of information from all sorts of places. But what I've noticed as I'm channeling these things through, that they don't feel 100% rooted in love and 100% God-like consciousness. And if they don't feel 100% rooted in God-like consciousness, then I can't, I don't share that message. I've made this mistake earlier on in my, you know, gifts and tapping into my gifts and sharing messages. I've made this mistake before of receiving lower fourth dimensional messages and sharing them and creating duality, creating fear for people. And I recognize that now and I forgive myself in my state as like a baby, baby channeler. Um, but now my intention and I always state this intention clearly is to only work with 100% God light frequencies and energies, only work with energies serving the light, serving 100% God light. Now, whenever I call upon my guides, whenever I call up for guidance, first off, I tap straight into my higher self. I don't tap into my spirit guides or my angels or ascended masters, anyone else. No, like it's straight to source, straight to my higher self. And I make that distinction to only work with beings who completely serve the light because interestingly enough you know even as I'm sharing and recording this message this episode about the gatekeeper which it feels important to share I am noticing from this new perspective how much false light kind of can be perpetuated around this topic and the topic of channeling so now, when I channel for other people, when I'm doing a reading for someone, I always go straight to their higher self. I connect with their higher self. I don't go to their ancestors. I don't go to their spirit guides. I don't do that anymore like I used to. It's straight to the higher self because the higher self is not going to give you explicit you know, advice or tell you exactly what to do because that's taking away our free will. So if there's ever a being in your life who is telling you what to do or trying to take control of your life through your channeling gift, this is a huge red flag. And this is really important to understand for anyone who's starting to open up their psychic abilities or their clairvoyance or clairaudience is that you get to have boundaries with what you're channeling and not everything that you're channeling is for the greatest and highest good. Not everything you're channeling is meant to be shared and not everything you're channeling is necessarily a hundred percent loving energy. So it's up to you to have that discernment and that distinction. And really, this is why it's so important to be in our hearts and be tapped into our higher self, because when we can't hear our higher self, when we're disconnected from that aspect of ourselves, it's really easy for imposter energies to come in and masquerade as this energy or as this being it can masquerade as oh i'm your spirit guide i'm archangel michael or i'm this or that and especially in today's times when spiritual attacks are running rampant and trust me i've been working with so many people who are suffering from these symptoms anything any being any entity any something can come in and say hi i'm your spirit guide listen to me do what i say and and it's just like, it's so easy to fall into that trap. So when that energy does come in, you really have to feel into your heart what feels safe, what feels true, 
call in that white light, state that intention. I am only working and receiving messages from 100% God, light, source, energy, consciousness beings, and nothing else. I do not consent to working with any energies that are not serving 100% God, light. And if if you need to question it, if you need to ask that question at all, then that's a sure sign that what you're channeling is not your higher self. And (laughs) for real, like there are so many beings and I've had this experience, you know, of connecting to the concept of the Galactic Federation and having the Galactic Federation, you know, almost recruit me or want me to be an ambassador for them or something along those lines. But what I felt as I was connecting with this energy was that it didn't feel 100% safe. It felt controlling. They were trying to control my life. They were trying to tell me what to do. And my rebellious being like literally can't deal with that, can't have that. Um, they were channeling through things that felt dualistic, that didn't feel like unity consciousness. And I'm here to serve unity consciousness. I'm here to serve love and my higher self and pure source energy. So... I was getting these, you know, messages being like, oh, work for us, like, come work for us, be our channel, be our ambassador. And I know that, like, it's such a common thing to see, like, on YouTube, everywhere people are channeling the Galactic Federation of Light, etc. But it's all false light, you guys. Like, even talking about the concept of a gatekeeper, like, even with this new perspective that I have, I see how there are false light elements around this because you receiving your downloads, you receiving your activations, you're, you're upgrading whether or not you have a conscious connection with this gatekeeper. And like, yes, this is a universal energy that we all have, but even just the constructs around it created by this community, which is has elements of false light within it, it's all dualistic. So I just think it's really interesting coming back to this episode, like a few months later after my whole perspective has shifted because it's constantly shifted. And I wanted to include that traditional quote unquote dynamic that I was learning and was very entrenched in, but I also want to include what has shifted since then because things are constantly shifting in my reality. We're constantly having ego deaths, constantly evolving, and I'm no longer involved with this community. And from that distance, from that perspective, I can see more nuanced elements of false light. The joy of this journey is that you create your own way. So don't think that, you know, even if you don't resonate with anything I'm sharing or or if it completely feels so activating and real to you, it's all, it's all nuanced. <laughs> it's all your own interpretation. And listen to your heart. Listen to your higher self. Tap into your heart space because that's where all the answers and all the truth lies always. But anyway, yeah, that's my little like cliff notes, in <laughs> little citation in there. But yeah, um, not to say that that's bad or wrong in any way. It's endlessly fascinating, actually. Um, but really, it's important to know and be able to discern that, you know, if the message isn't resonating on a heart level, if it doesn't feel true and real and actually genuinely helpful, we don't need to take it as our ultimate truth. So even, you know, sometimes when these guides can become corrupted or you receive a false message or something that feels 
hurtful or inaccurate or something that puts your free will or your life or your health or safety at danger, you really have to be conscious of not just blindly following every single message that we channel through or that we receive from a divine source or a higher source because we can have all sorts of guides working with us and not all of them are necessarily guides of the highest and purest divine love. So we have to really be discerning and not jump to conclusions with things as well. That's been a huge lesson for me lately. Um, so now I kind of feel like I'm just going to allow my gatekeeper to channel through me right now so you guys can fully hear and maybe feel the frequency of this energy as it's, it's coming in um, and see how it resonates and maybe if it activates something within your own frequency that is resonating with it as well. Ah, okay. <laughs> so as I connect to this energy, it's like my body is like literally shaking so much. Like there's so much like high dimensional, higher dimensional energy just going to my body. And I feel like super giddy and ah, ah okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello to all the beautiful beings taking this in. Um, we deeply thank your openness and your receptivity to just be here and receive this transmission because I know that it must be huge in some ways to, to some of you. It can be completely outside of your perception and your awareness, but we're just here to offer and bridge this as a full vulnerable truth and reality of our experience. And again, if it doesn't resonate with you, it doesn't have to resonate, but just so you know that this possibility is here and that it exists and that you are able to have access to infinite knowledge within you. You know, we're not separated in any way. And although some of us, you know, exist in different planes of consciousness, we are always here with you and we're always guiding you to the best of our capacity. So just remember that anytime that you want, you have access to infinite knowledge. We can literally download to you what you need to know, what you need to understand about a situation from the highest perspective, from the lowest perspective, from the most human perspective. And we are such a loving and benevolent part of you. And we have the opportunity and the ability to create your timelines for you and shift you into these timelines. So never underestimate the value of quantum work because you're able to subtly move these energies in a way that instantly shifts you into a completely new dimension and a completely new reality. And we are here to facilitate this process for you. Um, in every aspect of our being, we are of service and we are of love in every single way that we can be. And however much you desire to connect with us, we are here ready to connect with you whenever that time comes. And of course, honoring your own soul sovereignty and your free will as a human and your natural lovingly paced journey of ascension in all of this some of you might see us as your guardian angels as your spirit guides as your higher self we may even appear sometimes but we are truly here as a loving force and a loving comforting presence in your life to bring you into these higher planes as you're ready to receive them but yeah Oh, that's about it. Okay. Whew. 
uh, coming back into into my body, um, my being as Saule. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really big when you first channel a gatekeeper, when you first allow them to come in, um, and. Uh, yeah, oh, I'm getting that, you know, that sense of like, oof, coming back, whoosh. Um, I call it interdimensional jet lag. It's like when you're coming back into your body after channeling something that is outside of your body and allowing them to come in. So, you know, this process becomes more fluid as, as you practice with it. It's like anything, it's like a muscle. So, yeah, if any of you are interested in learning more about this topic or working personally on it, please reach out to me through Instagram or through my website. I offer, you know, free intro calls as well to dive into this. Um, I have some more information on my website as well. And yeah, essentially, thank you all so much for listening. Please feel free to share um, and let me know how you resonate with these episodes. I'm always so delighted and honored to hear how you guys take them in and how they resonate for you so take sweet sweet care of yourselves i'm sending you all so much love (laughs) so much love from my human heart from all aspects and parts of me deep gratitude for your presence for being here for listening for bravely taking this in because i know it can be a lot And I wish you all a beautiful evening, noon, night, wherever you are in this crazy world. And take sweet, sweet care of yourselves. Much love. Wake up, rise up and greet the sun. I'm grateful for another one. Abundance gathers like fields of flowers. Grown with my two hands and tears, they shower.